Welcome to this week's In My Mug. We're off to Ethiopia, and we're off to Ethiopia to a farm that I don't know so much about. So, we're going to have something that's slightly different. So as I said to you, this week we're going to be doing something that's just slightly different. We are going to be doing some farm info, but Virtual Steve has got a pretty easy job this week. Um, he's going to be going through a few numbers and a few things of this washing station that we bought this delicious coffee from. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's been bought completely on taste. Um, not somewhere we've worked before, but maybe sometime in the future I could be able to find something more about them. Um, but what we are going to do is we're going to look at Ethiopian tradition. Now, Ethiopian tradition is throughout the culture huge. Um, I'm showing you a little bit on the screen now of some traditional dancing that happens. And this was in Addis Ababa in a bar um, and, and, and just, you know, not not uncommon to be seen um, in, in um, you know, entertainment places in Ethiopia um, and everything has like a ceremony to it or some kind of like meaning to it and coffee is so important in Ethiopia like everything revolves around coffee um, so I'm going to show you some clips now of the Ethiopian coffee ceremony and the Ethiopian coffee ceremony is um, where uh, you will take time out of the day you like you will take an hour out of the day for coffee it will normally be uh, the lady of the household that will, will lead it. Um, and that is a big honour to be able to do the ceremony for everybody. And it's something that, like, people are really, um, like, feel strongly about. You will put some grass on the floor. Um, so to make it more softer and comfortable. And then they will take a pan and start roasting the coffee. Um, and the, the roasting of the coffee will be very basic and rudimentary, but like it, there's something about ceremony roasted coffee that it, you completely forgive it and it doesn't matter. They'll then use a big pestle and mortar to grind down the coffee. There's no electric grinder that you go and run it through. While this, everybody's sitting around and chatting, uh, maybe having, you know, some light snacks, um, having some conversations. Um, and then the brewing starts. And the brewing is very much boiling water and uh, kind of uh, you know, very rudimentary again, very little measurement. There's no scales. There's no uh, anything like that. Um, beautiful way of brewing and really, really pretty. Um, Ethiopia itself is a fantastic country. Uh, I'm going to show you now a few clips of just some of the things uh, that we've uh, we've seen in Ethiopia. These images, these videos are courtesy of Joanna, uh, my partner, who um, we've travelled to Ethiopia a number of times together now, and she takes much better photos and videos of this stuff than I do. But uh, we've pulled them together here just to kind of just to mix it up a little bit and make you think about Ethiopia and really look at the culture and the history of Ethiopia. Um, so now we're going to go to Virtual Steve, who is going to go through uh, some of the stats and numbers of the farm. As I say, we don't know so much about it, so uh, expect it to be short and sweet. But when we come back, Scandinavia has a few brewing uh, kind of ceremonies of its own. And we're going to take this opportunity to brew this week's coffee in a slightly different way. So don't go anywhere. Thanks, Steve. That sounds really interesting what you're going to do after me. I'm, uh, I might even hang around myself to watch. 
Um, so this week's coffee comes from Ethiopia and it comes from the Yergachev region and it is called Banco Guiti. Uh, it is a washed coffee um, and uh, the mill is managed by uh, Alimu Bakatu. It is in the region of Goti Kabel, uh, Kabale, which is in the Kachera district of Yergachev. Around about 650 farmers deliver to this washing station, with each farmer owning around about two hectares of land on average. So very small scale farmers delivering to one central place, which means um, they uh, don't have to go far to deliver it. It's all people in the local neighbourhood who would take their day's pickings, uh, get it weighed up and, and be paid. It is a grade one and grade one is basically the best grade that you can get. It has been uh, certified through the Ethiopian Commodity Exchange's um, uh, cupping facilities as a grade one. Um, the altitude of the, the farmers and the washing station uh, in that region is it go, kind of goes between 1800 metres above sea level. So 1900 metres above sea level to 2100 metres above sea level. Um, the It, it is... Uh, as always with Ethiopia, they are uh, indigenous heirloom varietals, which means people kind of don't know. They've mutated over time into different things, but areas tend to mutate with each other. So you end up with a fairly consistent uh, cup along the way. And that's really what gives Ethiopia its uh, real bang for buck. Um, the harvest there happens between October and February, March, um, but it can start a little earlier, can carry on a little bit longer. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it really depends on the weather uh, conditions that are happen happening. Um, Goti Cabello in, in Kachere um, is part of the Southern Nations of People uh, region of Ethiopia. And over a number of years, the region has developed uh, a reputation for having some of the best coffees. That altitude with soil, with those heirloom uh, changes that have happened, uh, really do uh, give it a fairly distinctive cup. Uh, and we're going to go and find out from Steve how it tastes right now. Okay, so you join me by my campfire. Um, this is called a Kulk Cafe. Um, this was very traditional brew method in uh, all of Scandinavia. Um, Joanna's told me a story about how her grandparents would always use this. You wouldn't necessarily need to do it on a stove outside. Um, you might use it inside too, but this is probably the more traditional way um, of doing it. Um, and basically you put the coffee in, you put the water in, um, th 35 grams to 500 ml of water or 70 grams per litre um, and then you would let the coffee boil and once it boils that's it you pour it it's done it is not a complicated brewing method and everything about it screams that the coffee should be fairly awful um, it's a fairly coarse grind um, kind of a little bit coarser than you would do for a cafetiere even um, but in the olden days again Joanna was telling me the story that her grandparents would use the same coffee two or three times and that was that was just normal. Um, this one's been going for a little while now and it's it's just about boiling. So uh, what I'm going to do is just get my cup and pour it out. Now there is a little filter um, which I'll I'll show you in a second. But 
you still get lots of bits come through and I'm having lots of bits come through there. So just see on the kettle here, this filter, this does come out and it does stop some of the parts coming through. But I guess this is kind of what you would call cowboy coffee, you know, that uh, you would set up a campfire and you would just make some coffee and go for it. So uh, let's get into the tasting. Now, I don't understand any of this because whenever I have the Ethiopian coffee ceremony, whenever I do something like this, they taste really good. Like, and sometimes when I measure and I'm being so precise, and maybe it's the moment, maybe I'm sitting in the beautiful uh, Swedish sun and in, enjoying myself, but really is good. Um, flavors that you're looking for in this, it is a classic Ethiopian yogurt chef washed. So there's an awful lot of black tea, a little bit of the bergamot flavor, um, a little bit of like fresh lemon, um, like real zesty kind of kick to it. Incredibly clean on the palate, like it doesn't sit and linger, it doesn't beat you up. Um, it's just, it's very, very delicate. And considering it's been through this boiling method, um, that delicacy is still there. The hints of floral too, which I'm really, really enjoying. Um, I think this is a fantastic coffee. I'm really pleased that we've had it. It won't be around for long. It was bought as uh, an in my mug and to have a little bit for the website because we know how much you've all been missing Ethiopians. We will be getting some uh, Anasora washed and naturals later on uh, in, the, in the year. But for now, this is kind of like something to whet our appetite and keep us excited about it. And, and I am excited about it. I think it's fantastic. Listen, thank you for joining me. Sorry, it's been a bit of a different one. I hope you've enjoyed it though. Um, I'd love some feedback on what you would like me to do on here because I can do what I like, but I'd really like to do what you guys like too. So some comments, some feedback. Um, thank you. Uh, keep well, keep safe. Uh, don't get too drunk when the pub's open soon. Uh, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.